This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala al-mab'uthi rahmatan lil'alameen. Nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa tabi'in. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All praise is indeed due to Him. Lord of the worlds, we send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his entire household, all his companions, and all those who have struggled through the years to preserve the deen in a way that today it has got to us. May Allah bless every single one of us and may He bless our offspring. May He make us too from amongst those who can convey the message of goodness to others. Brothers and sisters, we have been discussing the pearls of peace from the noble Qur'an. This is the third episode. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the peace that we are so desperately searching for. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us contentment of the soul and to grant us peace not only in this world but even in the akhirah. Remember, the help of Allah is very near. Many of us go through a lot of difficulties in life. Like we said yesterday, in life we will have a lot of tests. We cannot run away from the tests that Allah places in our lives. But every time there is a test, remember that the help of Allah is very near. Listen to this verse, verse number 214 of Surah Al-Baqarah. We recited it last night, but it's important that we go through it. Allah says, أَمْ حَسِبْتُمْ أَن Do you think that you are going to enter paradise so easily? Do you think that you are going to enter paradise? And what came to those before you in terms of tests has not yet come to you? They were tested in such a great way with poverty, with hardship until they were shaken and the believers from amongst them as well as the messengers from amongst them, asked the question, when is the help of Allah going to come? The response, Allah says, behold, the help of Allah is very, very near. Subhanallah. Imagine the messengers themselves went through great difficulty. What brought peace in their minds was the fact, and peace in their hearts was the fact that the help of Allah was very near. Today, sometimes we go through so many difficulties, even as an ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we are facing so many challenges. People ask, when is the help of Allah going to come? You want peace and contentment? Well, remember, Allah inna nasrallahi qareeb. Behold, the help of Allah is very, very near. May Allah help us and may He help those suffering in Syria and Bangladesh, in Burma and Somalia, in Afghanistan and Iraq, in Sudan and in Yemen, in all the countries of the globe where those are suffering. 
May Allah guide them and assist them. And may the help of Allah be with them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Amen. Then we have a beautiful verse. Remember when we talk of pearls of peace, what we are talking about, we are talking about aspects of the obedience of Allah through which we will achieve peace. And whenever we have stayed away from obeying Allah's instruction, that much our peace will be snatched away. Like listen to what we are about to say. When we engage in business deals, when we borrow money, when we lend money, when we make a deal or two, when there is debt involved, when there is credit involved, sometimes we do not write it down. And therefore we suffer later on in life. The son comes about when dad has passed away. He says, half of this business is mine. Where did dad write it? Well, that was only my son. Why should I have written it? You are wrong. My dear father, write it down. Let witnesses bear witness and make sure it is signed. Today, people are contesting signed documents that have been signed by lawyers and that have been really signed under oath. Do you think that they are going to take word of mouth anymore? Allahu Akbar. Today, you can sign a document and they will deny it. They will contest it in the courts. So to be honest with you, if you are just going to be a person who is trying to rely on the mouth or the word of the mouth, believe me, you are foolish when it comes to these matters. May Allah protect us. Even if it is your son, a partnership with a family member, a brother, a father, no matter who it is, write it down. And this is why when there is some money owed between us, write it down. Do not rely on the word of mouth although the tongue of a believer should be sufficient but because sometimes you find shaitan creeping in no longer do we share those moments where the tongue of a believer is sufficient because it becomes the tongue of a devil after a while may allah protect us really so many families have crumbled because of this allah says verse number 282 of surah al-baqarah the longest verse in the quran يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا تَدَايَنْتُمْ بِدَيْنٍ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّى فَاكْتُبُوهُ O you who believe, if you are going to engage in credit and debt and so on, borrowing money, lending money up to a certain period of time, you need to write it down. Make sure you've written it. So imagine Allah is teaching us how to achieve long-term peace. Because after you've died, sometimes there may be war between your own family members. Because your mistake was you did not write things down. So my beloved brothers and sisters, write things down, make it clear, let people bear witness, get it signed. And if you think one person in particular is going to cause a problem, get them to sign as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. And may He grant us ease. Today the dollar and the ram has become such that we are prepared to sacrifice family members because of a million rands, less or more. A family member is sacrificed. No more speaking, no more anything. One is right, one is wrong. Both of them feel they are correct. May Allah protect us. You know, I want to share with you a story. Once the Prophet ﷺ heard the sound of argument by his door. He came out and he looked at the people. They were debating over something and the ownership of it. So he explained to them that I am going to be judging between you based on the, the evidence that is before me. And if I am to rule that something is yours, yet it is not yours and you know it is not, it is a piece of the fire. Up to you to take it or to leave it. Both of them left it. They said this doesn't belong to us. Imagine. 
They were worried to say that if I am to take it in case, it is going to be a piece of the fire. They left it. It remained there and carried on. Moments before that, they were debating who owned it. May Allah protect us. So remember, if you are prepared to let go, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may grant you paradise in return. Let's move to the next surah. Yesterday we heard in Surah Ala Imran a dua that is very, very powerful. It is the means of our peace. رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِرْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابِ Verse number 8, Allah says, O oh my Rabb, this is a dua that we are being taught. O oh my Rabb, do not deviate our hearts after you have guided us. This is a powerful dua. And grant us from you mercy. Indeed, you are the giver. You are the owner of gifts. Grant us from you mercy. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, do not deviate our hearts after you've guided them. So we ask Allah for guidance. And on top of that, we say, once we are guided, don't go back on your achievement. Going back on your spiritual achievement is tantamount to loss of peace, inner peace and outer peace in the dunya as well as in the akhirah. A person who started reading five salah a day, suddenly they drop to four, they drop to three, very big loss. We are going back after we were guided. Someone who was dressed appropriately, and after that they abandoned the good dress, they are going backward. May Allah protect us. But a person who is moving forward, they will earn the pleasure of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us steadfastness. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of the qualities of the people of paradise. Many places in the Quran, this is mentioned. The reason why we say this, paradise is a place of peace. We spoke about peace in the life after death. You want to achieve it? Well, you need to have the following qualities. Listen, Allah says, those who are patient, those who are truthful, those who are dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and those whom in the early hours of the morning, they are seeking the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are the ones who deserve paradise. They will have peace in the life after death. They seek forgiveness in the early hours. They bear patience, they are truthful, they are steadfast for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they spend a lot from what Allah has provided them. This issue of spending is repeated in these verses so many times that one wonders with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they were told who is going to purchase this well for the Muslims and for him shall be paradise. You find Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu coming with a lot of his wealth, a huge percentage of his wealth. He gave it and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says for you is paradise. This would mean that sometimes we are weak but Allah has given us wealth. If we use that wealth in a big way to serve the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is a great chance that we have bought our peace in the life after death by earning Jannah. May Allah grant us the ability to spend in His path to help one another. Wallahi, if the Muslims are to give their zakah correctly, there would be no poor Muslims across the globe. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us people who can give and may He make us people whom when we give, we don't expect anything in return besides the acknowledgement of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Now remember, people search for honor and dignity 
through various means, some earn or would like to earn honor and dignity through the certificate they have, the qualification they have, the post they are holding, the wealth that they have. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear in verse number 26 of Ala Imran that Allah is the owner of dignity and honor. He gives it to whomsoever he wishes, he snatches it away from whomsoever he wishes. You want dignity and honor? Ask Allah. There are people who, who have had to really rub their noses on the ground after they were high up at the top because Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted them to drop. May Allah protect us. May He grant us dignity. May He grant us honor. May He safeguard that honor of ours. Ameen. قُلِ اللَّهُمَّ مَالِكَ الْمُلْكِ تُؤْتِي الْمُلْكَ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتَنْزِعُ الْمُلْكَ مِنْ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُعِزُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ وَتُذِلُّ مَنْ تَشَاءُ بِيَدِكَ الْخَيْرُ إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner. He's the owner of sovereignty. All kingdom belongs to him. He gives whomsoever he wishes. He takes away from whomsoever he wishes. And he is the owner of honor and dignity, giving it to whomsoever he wishes and snatching it away from whomsoever he wishes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. All goodness is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You, O oh Allah, are able to do anything and everything. Nothing is impossible for you, Ya Allah. So remember, never try to do someone down thinking that I'm going to become a bigger person. Sometimes we think we are sharp businessmen when we have robbed and conned people. Remember that is in the hands of Allah. It will come back to haunt us one day in some way or another in our lives. We don't want that. If we have made our money through conning and deception, it really is not going to do us any good. It will result in the lack of peace, the snatching away of contentment. Rather have a little bit that is pure and have happiness than to have a lot that is impure and become sad. But good news for those who have a lot and they've earned it in a pure way. May Allah make us from amongst them. Look how loud that Amin was, mashallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala thereafter makes mention of how important it is for us to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if we would like the love of Allah. We claim to love Allah. We love our maker, the one who made us. Oh, we love him because he gave us the life. He gave me the eyes. He gave me my identity. He is the one who shaped my face for me. He gave me my fingers. He gave me the thumbprint I have, the iris I have. Everything else I have, my entire identity, He gave me everything. I love Him. But it's not good enough to just say it by tongue and have your deeds in another valley altogether like we mentioned the first day. So if I want to prove my love to Allah, what should I do? The question is answered here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse number 31 of Surah Ala Imran, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell them, if they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they should follow me, meaning follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah will love you and He will forgive your sins. What type of peace would we have if Allah loves us? We love Allah, one thing. But when we prove that love to Allah and He loves us in return, do you think we would ever lose contentment? 
Do you think we would ever lose peace? Even if we were living under a tree and had hardly anything to eat, we would be the happiest of people with a smile on our faces at all times because Allah loves us. And a sign of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you enjoy to follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the T, that is a sign of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah love us. Really, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala love every one of us and may we be from amongst those who are elevated and resurrected with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made mention of another beautiful, beautiful incident in the Quran from which we derive lots of comfort. What is it? You know, some people are married for years, 8 years, 16 years, 20 years, no children. May Allah bless you with children through His mercy, through His gift. Really. Remember, it is the gift of Allah. He keeps you with or without children. Sometimes only male, sometimes only female. Sometimes both and sometimes neither male nor female. That is the will of Allah. So, Zakaria alayhi salam, he did not have children. And he was now quite old and so was his wife. So when he entered the place of worship that Maryam or Mary, the mother of Jesus, may peace be upon them both, was, he used to notice every time there is a plate of food or fruit and that fruit was off-season. Of season meaning it is not the oranges for example season right now but they were oranges or if it is not the banana season they were bananas this is just an example so when he saw that he asked her where are you getting this from she says it is from Allah Imagine. it is from Allah Allah is providing me with this one of the miracles of Mary the mother of Jesus may peace be upon them both one of the miracles was that she would achieve or get food from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly and it was off season. So everybody knew this is a miracle. Subhanallah. When he saw that, he said, Ya Allah, if you are able, subhanallah, and you are able, and if you in front of my eyes have given her fruit that is off season, I am asking you for a child. I might be very old. My wife might be very old, which means she may not be able to technically bear, you know, what we would say off season, so to speak. But Allahu Akbar, if you are able to grant me a child because you are you have shown me that you have given Maryam, may peace be upon her, such fruit. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this verse number 38 of Surah Ala Imran where he says, At that point, Zakaria asked his Rabb. He made a dua for what he wanted. So whenever we see the qudra of Allah, the power of Allah, ask for your own thing as well. When you are sitting and you see the majestic kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala around you, ask for your own little issue. Ya Allah, you've created the sea, you've created the mountains, Ya Allah, such a table mountain we have here, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant me my small issue that I want. This is one of the ways of achieving peace, my brothers and sisters. Allahu Akbar. Do you know? We learn it from this. So he says, Rabbi habli min Oh Allah, from you I am asking to grant me offspring, to grant me a progeny and an offspring that will continue after me. You are indeed all hearing of my prayer. And Allah says, we have granted it to you, O Zakaria. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Look at the peace he must have achieved. Look at the peace. We are all searching for things. When you see the qudra of Allah, ask Allah. That is the time of acceptance of dua. Let's move further. 
It is very, very important for us to fulfill our covenant to Allah, the commitments we have, the promises we've made for, towards one another. If you would like peace in your life, do not promise something you will not be able to deliver. Remember that. Because people promise things, when they don't deliver, it results in a disaster. You lose your reputation and your name, and on top of that, society suffers disaster because everyone is talking behind your back and people are talking behind the backs of others and you are trying to justify your ill deed yet you know you were the one who could not deliver why make the promise so remember you need to put your money where your mouth is Allahu Akbar it's just an English saying obviously but what we mean is that when you've promised something deliver if you cannot deliver, do not promise. Don't be shy to say, look, I'm unable to achieve this and I won't be able to do this. Look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, verse number 77 of Surah Ala Imran. Powerful verse. Allah here is speaking of the covenant made with Allah. The promise made with Allah. Those who are ready to exchange that for a small price. Allah says they will lose the akhirah. They lose the peace not only in this world, but even in the life after death. Allah will not look at them. He will not purify them. He will not grant them goodness. And He is not even going to speak to them at all in the life after death. Is that what we want? Being ignored by our own maker? That indeed would be a disaster. My brothers and sisters, if we would like to achieve goodness, you want Allah to speak to you, to purify you, to cleanse you. What you would need to do is to fulfill your promise unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How would we fulfill this promise unto Allah? To be as truthful as possible wherever we have faulted, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Shaitan, one of his ways of tackling us is, he makes us feel that I've committed so many sins, now I'm a write-off. So now there is no point in me making tawbah. I'm too far away from the mercy of Allah. If that is the feeling we have, we have been gripped by the devil. Remember, Allah is all-forgiving, all-merciful. Turn to Allah. No matter what has happened, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafoorun rahimun. He is most forgiving, most merciful. My brother, my sister, whatever you've done in the past, you have a qualification by the will of Allah to become a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here and now. You just need to turn to Him, say, Ya Allah, my bad, I'm putting it behind me. My bad, my ways, my habits, I'm throwing them out. I'm coming to you, Ya Allah. You see your life change overnight. Subhanallah. Are we ready to do that? By the will of Allah. Amen. May Allah grant us a change. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of how important it is to spend from that which you love. You want to achieve peace, do not become attached too closely to material wealth and materialism and things of this world. You are too attached to your S4 when your child drops it and the screen breaks. You smack up your child to the degree that the child becomes lame. It has happened. You are too attached to your vehicle, BMW, Allahu Akbar, Mercedes-Benz, whatever it is, let's not advertise them here. But... The truth is, if we are too attached to it, if it's scratched slightly, we become depressed. We cannot even sleep. We want to beat up a person who scratched it, even if it's our own child. I know of a story where a child was murdered because he scratched his father's new car. Allah protect us. And the murder happened by error, by mistake, in the sense that he was beaten so thoroughly that it resulted as, you know, in a few days in the death of that child. That is connection to this dunya and the worldly items so much. When the maid burns your brand new thought that you are supposed to be wearing on Eid, just say, Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah. 
Say Alhamdulillah, I don't think she would do it intentionally, would she? And if she's done it twice, you can perhaps deal with it slightly differently. <laughs> and a third time, perhaps you might decide to choose someone else to do the aining. Maybe you might try. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. My brothers and sisters, Allah says in this beautiful verse number 92 of Ali Imran, La tanalu al-birra hatta tunfiqu mimma tuhibbun. You will not achieve true righteousness until you spend from that which you love most. You love something? Spend. Why? Because you want inner contentment. Your heart cannot be clinging towards things that are material, that have an expiry date, a sell-by date. Subhanallah. If you notice, I stopped wearing a watch from January this year. Why? I had a very good watch. Something happened to it, don't ask me what. After that, I said, I don't want to wear one. One day, inshallah, we will. I still have it with me, but I've stopped wearing it. Because we don't want this attachment so much that you need the Patek Philippe, and you need the Rolex, and names that no one knows, throw it out. You don't need it. If a Mercedes Benz is making your head expand a little bit, believe me, sell it up and buy a Toyota. Allahu Akbar. Wallahi, it will result in lots of peace. If you can afford it, you're allowed it. But if it is causing damage to your, to your spirituality, substitute it with something better. Believe me, you become more humble. You become a person who can contact with the people. You plug in with everyone. We are all equals. The day we will be able to be proud is the day when our books are given to us on the right hand and we are told, Enter paradise with peace. Brothers and sisters, that is the peace, the ultimate peace that we are looking for. May Allah grant it to us all. So this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us to spend. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Do not die except in the condition of submission. Ya amanu wa illa wa antum muslimun. O you who believe, fear Allah as He should be feared. And do not die except in the condition of submission. This would mean that we need to be prepared for death at all times. Like I said two days ago, no grave has a sign on it saying for senior citizens only. No grave has a sign on it saying for senior citizens only. So be prepared to die here and now, my brothers and sisters. Be prepared. How do we prepare? Find yourself in the submission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Submit to Allah. Find yourself a Muslim person who has a lot of istighfar. We ask Allah's forgiveness. We ask Allah to help us. We are trying our best. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do the rest. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So brothers and sisters, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us how important it is for us to remind one another to do good and to remind one another to abstain from bad. Listen to what he says. You are indeed a nation, the best of nations, produced as an example for mankind. Doing what? Enjoining that which is good. Encourage one another to do that which is good. 
and discourage one another from doing that which is bad and believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the qualities they are made mention of in more than one place in this particular surah, the verse that I just read now, 110 of Surah Ala Imran. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Now, there is a verse which makes mention of one of the evil qualities of the enemies. The reason why I want to mention it here, to make sure we don't have the same qualities regarding our brothers and sisters. You know, sometimes we have a small issue with a family member, with a community member, and what happens as a result, something bad befalls them and we get excited. Yes, just as well. This man suffered a huge accident, his leg amputated, you say, yes, he deserved it. Never ever do that because لَا تَظْهَرِ الشَّمَاتَةَ لِأَخِيكَ فَيَرْحَمُهُ اللَّهُ وَيَبْتَلِيكَ Never ever become happy at the loss of your brother. Allah might have mercy on him and test you with the same if not worse. So if you want peace, even if that man is slightly a person whom you did not get along with, do not become happy at his loss. Tomorrow it may be you. And do not become sad at his prophet because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might test you. Sometimes a person is not in good books with you and he's making a big profit. He's becoming a huge person. He's going and expanding and Allah is granting him elevation by you becoming angry. Allah says, Qul Tell them, die in your anger. You will die in that anger of yours. You know what anger does to you? It thickens your blood. It spoils the levels of cholesterol and later on you die a depressed person because you are angry at the benefit and gain of others. Why? You see your brother expanding and excelling. Thank Allah. Smile. Say, Ya Allah, grant him, grant me as well. Ya Allah. If he's got a million, Ya Allah, grant him another million and give me three. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all, brothers and sisters. Look at how much we are enjoying these pearls of peace. We are learning not to become sad at the profit of someone else. Become happy. Enjoy really with your heart the goodness that Allah has bestowed upon others. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says verse number 120 regarding the enemies. Such people, when good touches you, they are distressed. And when harm strikes you, they rejoice. Do we want to be from amongst those? The answer is no. We've still got a lot to go down, but inshallah we'll leave it for tomorrow. By the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our 30 minutes are up. We hope and pray to meet again here tomorrow. By the will of Allah, wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad, subhanallah wa bihamdih, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayki.